0: I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, and you're listening to Cocktails and Content <laughs> Creation. Let's do this. It's
1: reminding me that you can find inspiration in very small, little details. Um, and I think that that kind of goes back to the whole idea of a purpose in content. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily
0: create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, we would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're talking
1: about where we find inspiration for our work. But before we go any further, Jesse,
0: what are you drinking today? Mm, Just the water and the coffee. I mean, nothing better than... Searching for inspiration with like a fresh cup of coffee, okay. All right, just I like see. plain black, strong, ready to go. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: what kind of coffee is it?
0: So, this one is actually George just picked it up. It's a Starbucks, the blonde roast. Mm. Yeah, so it's actually like a little bit lighter. I typically like the dark roast, but apparently. The blonde roast has like more caffeine, supposedly. So,
1: really, you'd think it would be the other way around.
0: I don't know. I'm just letting him go with that one.
1: <laughs> well, all right, all right. Well, I am just sticking with some tea today. My Caribbean tea. What is this flavor? Ooh, Let's see. It sounds. Good. I think it's passion fruit. Ooh, can't go wrong with yeah. passion fruit. Anything. I feel. Oh, like. I know. Well, these are. I got these like. On our last trip to St. Lucia, which was 2018. So good thing tea doesn't go bad.
0: I know. I was going to say, does it? Yeah. No, it really doesn't. You probably just need to keep it like airtight, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's you just keep it in good condition. I mean, I've got,
0: I have a cabinet
1: full of tea. It's so bad. Like, and I drink basically the same type of tea. Like over the summer, what I actually have been doing for like the past two summers is how bad it is. I'll take tea bags, like from, you know all the stuff that's older and I like will brew big, big pots of iced tea and I'll like drink almost a full. Oh, like, like you can't. Yeah. I'm, yeah uh, you like can the... see me, but like the big carafe of iced tea, I'll yeah. drink almost a full one every single day. Oh my gosh. So at least half a one, you know, and then I'm going to the bathroom every five minutes. Yeah. That's, was... that would be my problem. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, not my smartest move, but I'm using up a lot of tea and mm. then I go out and buy more. So, you know. That's my problem. That's my problem. (laughs) Well, But today we're talking about where we find inspiration. Mm. And I feel like inspiration can mean a lot to people. It's how we are inspired to do our work or how we put our processes in place, you know, inspired to put our processes in place or... Even to just do the work. (laughs) Yeah, just to do it. Mm -hmm. Get it done. You know, it can mean a lot of different things. So we can kind of go in a couple different directions
0: with this. But yeah, I mean, my biggest thing. So I've got the photography business and I have the course. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, sometimes inspiration can just be the motivation you need to do the thing. Yeah. Right. To actually do the work. And so I had mentioned before we even hopped on this recording that in the last couple of days, I've been feeling very uninspired. Mm. And I think many people can experience the same. It's an ebb and flow. You may, it may actually be related to even, you know, a cycle um, yep. or cycles. It can be related to what's going on elsewhere in your life. But for me, for whatever reason, I can't pinpoint it down to one particular reason or another. It's It's been hard to find inspiration and with just doing my work, but let alone trying to ensure my clients from the photography side are also inspired and how we can create their session in a way that's not super repetitive or that is Mm -hmm. unique to them, how to create inspiration without copying So that is something I wanted to just briefly touch upon specifically is how to find inspiration without copying. So when my clients get in touch with me, they go through my entire shoot plan process and what the ultimate goal and deliverable is, is the shoot plan, identifying the shots we're going to get, the props they're going to need, outfits that will work, um, But what really prompts that process is their questionnaire. And so one thing I've really been leaning into is is listening to them in that questionnaire, really trying to respect them and their brand and not necessarily force other ideas onto their brand that don't make sense, that aren't reflective of their personality so before I even come up with my own ideas, I do ask them for theirs. And a lot of the times they're not feeling inspired and they have no idea. And in that case, we work together, yeah. but I try to then realize what about their session then can we create that is unique to them based on some of their initial ideas. Um So one way to do this is to pull from, you know, inspiration images. And this I think can be a rabbit hole and it can also lead to, you know, repetitive images like Pinterest, looking at Pinterest and saying, I like this shot. Can we do something similar? Absolutely. I, you know, can definitely do shots that are similar that we see in Pinterest, but what I've been trying to do and try and encourage. Um, myself and my clients to do is look at those images from a way a lens that says what is it about that particular image do you like do you like the pose do you like the location do you like the way she or he or they present themselves in that image is it about the personality is it about the way they 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 they're making you feel Mm -hmm. um and then sort of pulling from those pieces of multiple imagery to come up with our own idea. And I know a lot of artists do this, especially when they're trying to find their style. I listened to a couple of podcast episodes about, about this and that, you know, let's say you are a watercolors artist and you're trying to find your own style of watercolor. And you see so many, so many works out there and you're like, well, you know, I really like this artist. I want my work to be like them and instead of doing that is pulling inspiration or pulling images or watercolor pieces that you're drawn to but specifically what about it is it the vibrancy is it the brush stroke is it the content that they're actually painting is it abstract is it you know um still life is it you know, what is it about that? And then almost using all of those things you like from multiple images and creating your own. So you may take the vibrancy, like vibrancy may be your thing, but that particular artist that uses vibrancy is doing, you know, landscapes. And that's not really your thing. You like the abstract, but you like the abstract with like the really thin brushstroke. And maybe that's something another artist does that you're Hmm. really inspired by. So so, pulling pieces from multiple ways of art, and it doesn't even have to be particular images, look outside and be inspired by nature or architecture, um, you know, line work, um, tattoos, anything that can really sort yeah. of inform what you like. So, that's really what I have to say about inspiration. And for me, as far as like my personal feeling of being uninspired at this point, I think what I'm going to do is just spend some time. Thinking about as far as like what's going to motivate me to do my work is really sort of sit down and do some some thinking about and some journaling and about what it is that I, I want my business to continue to look like or to change or are there areas that I can can make a difference. But that's really where I'm at with inspiration and how yeah. I also help my clients stay inspired for their own session. Well, I think
1: it's a, it's it's definitely an important point that you bring up in terms of being a service provider. You're not just concerned about your own inspiration. You talk to, You talk about your client's inspiration as well, which is a big part of it. You know, I feel like a lot of people that listen to this podcast are service providers in one way or another. For me, sure, I need to get inspired to write my blog posts, to come up with the topics, to come up with the ideas to shoot either with you or when I'm out in the fields, you know, on a trip, you know, on a trip or a day trip or just, you know, at a local farm or something like that. So, you know, I definitely have to think about how I can keep myself inspired when it comes to my own working, well, you know, me actually doing the work, just like you said, but part of being an influencer is to inspire other people to go out and, go someplace or buy a pair of pants or, you know, to do this project with their kids or whatever. Um So you bring up a good point because you're not you're not just talking about your own inspiration. You're talking about sharing that inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so I mean, while that is an ins- essential part of your service that you provide and the service that I kind of provide, it's still an altruistic kind of thing to want to inspire other people to to feel their best, to do their best, because essentially that's what you're providing is you're providing images for them to make sales, to book clients, to um, do, to actually do their work. Because (laughs) I know that when I get images from you, it's like super exciting. And I'm like, Ooh, how am I going to, you know, put all this together? You know, for me, in terms of where I find my own inspiration, I, from the time I was in a you know, young teen, I would buy magazines and I would cut out pictures and words, and sometimes even just pieces of like clothing, like a like a piece of a dress that I saw in a magazine that had like an interesting texture or something like that. And I'd kind of stitch them all together on paper and create these collages. Um, and I continued doing that. This is before I was. Blogging before I was doing anything like that, because blogging wasn't even a thing when I was like, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old. Um, and then when I got into high college, I continued that because that was pretty much all I could afford in terms of entertainment. <laughs> and I would, I remember actually, it's funny, my roommate asking me at one point if I would make her a collage. And I did. And we had them, we all we had them up in our dorm room freshman year it was really fun um but then I remember taking an art class and I it was supposed to be the medium was supposed to just like tempura paints it was very basic it was like a requirement that I had to take some kind of art class which was funny because at the time I was a theater major like you'd think art like yeah think that would kind of count but I remember taking an art class and we had to like paint something and what I did instead is I brought in a bunch of magazine cutouts I had put on a big piece of paper and then I just painted Sh- like um, an, something over it. And I don't even remember what it was. And I remember my professor at first was like kind of disappointed because I was like not doing exactly the assignment he wanted. And he was like, well, that's actually really cool. And that's something that I got into is like just picking out pieces of magazines and painting over them and doing things like that. And I think that's a lot of how I work my inspiration today is I take pieces of things, just like you said, Mm -hmm. You know, taking little bits and I figure out like, okay, um, I'm really feeling this this month. I'm really feeling, you know, the shade of pink and these kind of materials and, and let's add a little sparkle in there. And that's what I try to. It seems weird because I'm I'm writing. Right. So you wouldn't think that would translate to writing, but it is. It's how I it's how I think of my images and then how the writing kind of progresses from that. Yeah. So I get a lot of that. And then in terms of the actual like topics, I get a lot of them from magazines like travel and leisure. And it's it's been hard with inspiration because mostly what I love to write about is travel. And as I've talked about before, we haven't ha- been able to do a lot of traveling because of COVID. Um, you know, this is the summer um, that we're releasing this episode, but we've recorded it a little earlier in the year. And so, you know, it's been tough to be able to get out anywhere and do anything exciting. So I've had to take a lot of the material that I already have shot over the years um, and basically reinvent it and kind of come up with different angles for it. So what that means is instead of just doing your straight up travel guides, like I like to do, and and provide like w- the the biggest hits for somebody to go out and see in a destination, I've had to rethink a lot of my content along the lines of like what to wear on a trip here, or um, how to like one of my favorite ones is how to dress Parisian when you're in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm working on a, a couple of different pieces on why you should and this again we're recording this earlier in the year so this these like these blog posts have will have come and gone but like why you should book a day trip in certain cities, like what benefits that you can have from there, um, favorite cafes, you know, because I have these pictures and maybe I may have mentioned them in passing on the travel guides, but now I'm kind of revisiting them in a new way, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of like, as I said, travel and leisure does things like this and world of wanderlust, which is one of my favorite travel blogs, She does a lot of like really she might do like a an all over travel guide and then she takes a piece of it and she really breaks it down a little further, which is essentially repurposing content, which we've talked about a lot. Um, so I get a, lo- a lot of my inspiration from other bloggers and magazines and then just listening. I think a lot of it, and I I think you'll probably agree with me, Jesse, because you do have conversations with your clients. I think a lot of it, the inspiration comes from figuring out pain points that people have, listening to conversations, figuring out what is it that people are having a problem with what can they not figure out what's maybe not being addressed in mm-hmm. by you know x y and z um and figuring out those pain points and then being like oh well i know the answer to this and kind of going back to it yeah. um and if you're not re- if you're if you're more like one of those people who are kind of hold up still right now with covid and everything try typing into google like start a question what is and see what comes up Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. if, if you're in your industry you know for me it's um so what is everyone's favorite cafe in london maybe something or um where what are the best Instagrammable spots in paris or mm-hmm. um what do you wear to take a good picture on your travels is another thing i'm working on so just try typing into google some questions and see what's coming up and seeing if other people are actually searching it um which you can there are like different plugins you can do like moz and uber suggest you can actually plug them into your um safari or your chrome i guess chrome and like they'll tell you like like how many people are actually asking that question. Mm-hmm. And that can be, that can serve as inspiration. Even if you're even in, I'm talking about it specifically from a blogger, but if you're in a service, you know, if you're a service provider and you're trying to come up with some new way to provide your service, trying to ask a question that you think people may be asking just in Google and seeing how many search results come up and how many people might be asking that question can be a really big source of
0: inspiration for you. That, uh, so. that reminds me of two things. One is um I speak a lot about uh, Courtney Fanning, Big Picture Branding on this blog. She's awesome. She's always looking at podcasts, not blog posts, on this podcast. We're not doing a blog (laughs) post, Um, mainly because she's a client of mine and we've just connected, you know, we connect every once in a while. And so she had a business survey. I think she does like an annual survey and I think- I did it too. Yeah. And I think that's one way that people can stay inspired from a business perspective as to, you know, if you're bored of your offerings, if you're- tired if you're feeling tired in your business and like what to do next that a survey can actually be really really inspiring and informative for the next Mm -hmm. year so she actually did write about that so if you guys want to check that out that's um at her on her website we can link it up in the show notes yeah and then the the two the other thing is that your magazine cutouts made me think of the other current um current affairs of Mm. the netflix special inventing anna (laughs) And, and how she was inspired to yeah. create this alternate persona through at, you know, and I know you haven't gotten through the whole series yet, but no. at one point, this is not a big spoiler alert for anybody watching. It's not, it's not gonna reveal too much. It's just at one point they do travel back to her childhood, and there's a there's a shot of her cutting out um images from magazines. And so mm. how we look to and, and I think one of the things in that was that looking at, you know, other sources and other cultures and other articles written by others that can, you know, in a magazine, you can travel the world just by re- reading a magazine. You can be mm-hmm. transported to a fashion show. You can be transported to a beautiful home, like home, like, you know, design oh, yeah. homes, architecture. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, even when we're feeling stuck in the moment, whether it's COVID or we're not able to travel or we don't have the means, but we're just feeling that itch to feel inspired that I think taking your method, I personally don't do that, but I actually think it's actually really cool and cutting those out and seeing what mashes up.
1: Yeah. See, I, so I did that through college and then I was just, I was telling you before we hopped on, like I've started doing that again because I'm trying to come up with like mood boards and stuff like that for each month of content. And it's been kind of it's not only is it nostalgic for me, it's been just kind of fun because there is there's so much out there. Like, and it's 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 reminding me that you can find inspiration in very small little details. Um And I think that that kind of goes back to the whole idea of repurposing content because we can find, you know, even if we've done something before, we can revisit it in a different way or we can look at it from a different viewpoint. And some, so sometimes it's not even finding inspiration to do something new. It's to see something we've already done in a new way and kind of represent it. And especially if you're feeling stuck um, or uninspired. You know, looking at we are what we already have, and just trying to see it from a different lens can be all we need. You know, mm-hmm. and that's and that's kind of what I've been doing with my blog. And and in terms of with my clients, you know, feeling inspired to do, like just just this takes it back to a really basic thing. One of my clients is a wedding um, planner, and I was just not feeling the whole like, especially during the pandemic. Right, I was not feeling writing about weddings at all. Like, just it just wasn't a thing. I was just like, I was look at the pictures and be like, Oh my God, they're way too close to each other. Like, I would watch like a romantic comedy or I know you're not into these Jesse, but like, um, Hallmark movies. (laughs) (laughs) So even watching a movie can be inspiring or a TV show or, you know, Anna Delvey or Anna Delvey, whatever her name is. You know, I know we talked about being your own hype person a couple episodes ago, but talk about being your own hype person. Mm -hmm. She talked herself up a big game. She's, in, mm-hmm. it, I don't want to praise her or anything, but that's inspiring in a whole wrong way. So yeah,
0: <laughs> we won't get into that. Well, you'll 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 see. You'll see. It's not necessarily her that hypes herself up. Real? So I've only read the article,
1: like fully. I've started the show, but so, I haven't said the whole thing.
0: It would be what people wanted to believe in her. Like she well, mentioned so loud, here and there it? that she had the the trust, but it was everybody mm. else wanted to believe that she was the German heiress for their own personal benefit. benefit. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was just maybe and maybe her, her, her being her own hype person was just walking the walk and just showing that sort of lifestyle she had. And people saw that, saw the confidence well, and...
1: There's a lot to be said for faking it till you make it. <laughs> and, you know, while the, there can sometimes be a downside to that, a la Anna Delvey. It's you know, so fascinating. Some, some, it's so well, fascinating. sometimes sometimes I feel like when I go out there and maybe I'm not feeling totally inspired, but I just am like, nope, I'm going to put a smile on and I'm going to do this thing and I'm just going to have a great time. Sometimes that's all I need to like oh, put myself
0: in the right mind frame. it. I agree. I agree. Sometimes yeah. you just have to like pretend to be in a good mood and then actually you might turn the inspiration into
1: strikes. And <laughs> all right, agreed. Well, thanks so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. If you want to check out the show notes, which we're going to link up um, that post that you were talking about with Courtney, Jesse, head to yes. cocktailsandcontentcreation.com. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Com- Creation Community. And you can see us over on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. You'd also love it if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. For now, I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at FashionablyKate Co.
0: And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos, or if you're a brand photographer looking to get into brand photography, I'm at the brand photographer method. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of cocktails and content creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.